0: Hello and welcome back to the Touchland podcast, the podcast that speaks about everything that has to do with your football news. My name is Oa Remilini Poco and tonight we have a jam-packed show because I do believe that every single league is back in town. We started off this past weekend with Serie a as well with... Mourinho getting his, you know, goats underway and making sure that Tammy Abraham is scoring from all cylinders. But we also have La Liga that is also in full swing, as well as the Premier League. And here with me tonight to discuss everything and all of that jazz, we have Chain, who's always off the chain whenever he's on this show. How are you doing?
1: I am good. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm back. Let's do this. I'm good to be here. Man. <laughs>
0: Yes. And then we also have Mr. Dweezy Original, who's looking fine and fancy and looking <laughs> like he's on top of the world. How are you doing tonight?
2: Uh, good to be back. It's good to be back on the podcast. Um, I'm excited that Chain's here because if Chain remembers, we used to have debates about football back in the day at school. So hopefully mm-hmm. we we'll learned something in those eight years.
0: <laughs> I don't think much has changed on his side, considering also this weekend in the Premier League, his team, the not perform how they would have you know first time around when they played lead so obviously coming back from that victory that 5-1 victory and then drawing with you know at saint mary's against southampton chain i want to give this one to you how did you find that game and uh how did you think of all these tactics
1: okay um uh, i'm gonna say this first of all first and foremost uh our team is still looking like a UEFA champions team. Okay, still looking good. I don't care what anyone says. Secondly, right, that game, okay. I'm not even lying. I was, I was, I really believed we were, we were going to take that L. Like it was going to be a tough game either way. I mean, they... That, it's it's really always
0: hard. a tough game. Southampton always gives you guys a little bit of a tough time. Yeah.
1: So, you know, they were well prepared and, you know, Armstrong was really the only person I was worried about. I was like, you know what, if this guy gets just... Cause let's be honest. If they beat linda loft they just have to beat one person and then you know it's late for us so they did what we expected you saw that goal you know one beat and then it was a it was a wrap it was a wrap but i like the only thing that the only thing that came well out of that game was that uh we have that we still have that mentality of you know keep going keep fighting till the very end so i love mm-hmm. that fight and us that has to i hope that stays for the whole season because yeah it gets tough as, as things go but we we on a good roll right now. No one says anything. Oh, okay. I want to ask Dweezy what
0: he's going to say because he definitely has something to yeah. say.
1: <laughs> um, I'll, I'll think about it from
2: from a, a neutral perspective, and I'll speak about it from the man of the match being a Chelsea boy who will be returning to the club very soon, regardless of what mm-hmm. anyone says. Um, that that just the Southampton performance was, I think, a very good tactical performance. And it's one thing that I've noticed, and it's even if you go back to the games that they had last year, it's almost mm-hmm. like when Olegane Solskjaer sets up a Man United team that does really well in one game. Um, yeah. The next two players to play him is able to pick that that game plan that he used in that game to do so well and say, now mm-hmm. let's see how we're able to break this team down and score four yeah. goals, score four goals, and get the best out of this player, get the best out of that player. And then they just stop it. And then it stops that momentum because even last year, Man United was never able to get a good string of matches going in a row because mm. the tactics just never really changed. Ole is not able to go from one good game to realise maybe he Maybe yeah. switch it up. A he thinks same thing one game, same thing the other game. They read him like a book, Southampton read him like a book. They exploited the defence really well. Um, and they got the draw, and it was just yeah. back to the usual business, you know, not picking up. Yeah.
0: Like the rules. I think I mean we could all see in the end when you know when the final whistle went, and Ralph Hirschl was just like, yes, you could tell that he was there to make sure that they actually do not lose, and also considering the fact that last season, Chain. Southampton were two no up before you guys came back with those three kicks from um James who who is a set piece specialist and who has also now committed his long-term future to the club, signing a new contract. Chain, looking at the way you guys performed against Southampton, how do you think you're gonna perform against Wolves this coming weekend?
1: Look, give us Wolves, give us Hampton, give us Chelsea, give us Arsenal, give us Liverpool. We're still gonna come out with the W. You know, we're not going to take <laughs> you get You, you came two. up with a D this weekend. Oh, start off
0: right. You came up with a D.
1: <laughs> and listen, okay, fine. Draw. But one thing for sure, we'll not take it out. So give us look. This is just understand, guys. I'm so confident about this season. right? Bruno, Pogba are playing like gods right now. Okay? No one tell me anything. And mm-hmm. so far, I can truly say that, look, even if we're playing Wolves, want to come in. The only thing I'm really worried about is our defense. But we got one So I mean, like, I just want clean sheets now. There's no excuse. No excuse. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: Yes. Yes.
2: The the thing is, so I know Oleg on a is gonna switch the team up now because he's realized mistakes happen. How do I change it for Wolverhampton? My thing is, you can be Mm -hmm. as confident in the Man United squad as you want to be. Mm -hmm. Primarily. Champions League winners, they don't only change when they suffer a loss or a draw, they They change
0: all the time They constantly look
2: for wins all the time So sure, Chain can say the team's looking good Pogba's looking good Fernandez is looking good, you know, we haven't seen Pogba doing this for Man United since he arrived um, But how long does this also last? How long does Mason yeah. also last? How long... Fernandez, we know, can go the entire season, but that's also the problem with United. It's everyone around him also have to kick the entire season for them to be successful. How long does Ole Gunnar realise he needs to constantly adapt to the Premier League to win the Premier League? Mm, and mm. not just adapt to bad results and then just come up with a, a win, a loss, a win, a loss, a win, a draw, a win, a loss. Like, that's not going to win you the Premier League. You need to constantly yeah. be changing that squad around the tactics... He's just not a very good tactician. He's not a good football mind. And that's... Mm -hmm. I think Man United team's strong. I think Varane's strong. I think they've got good players. But Ole is... Maybe.
0: Yeah, and then also just going back to what Shane was saying that they have to be getting in those clean sheets in order for them to win. I mean, you also mentioned the likes of Paul Pogba performing. Paul Pogba had three assists the whole of last season. He's already on five with just two games in. So already we're starting to see that they can mash well and can play those games. But I also want to move on to another game that I did not expect. This was West Ham against Leicester just Monday night. So many things were broken. Mikel Antonio has now broken the top goal scorer for West Ham. He is now the top goal scorer there. He's doing the things for David Moyes. And that team, man, that team is looking solid. I was thoroughly impressed by Ben Rama's performance. How did you find that game change?
1: Uh, that game, did we actually, watch it? Like you said, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I did, did watch it. Um, like you said, it, it, shook me. Let me not lie to you, but it didn't, it didn't surprise me to a point where, you know, I knew they would I, I, I didn't think they would have total dominance. Like I was sure that mm. was going to give them trouble a little bit, but together, yeah, get out was. Goals for, for what? four one, I was like, Yo. for what? and I'm telling yeah. you I'm telling you, let's tell the truth. I'm telling you, this is like one of his.
0: Long, what a celebration, so, man!
1: What a celebration! And move on most Whoa. serious things are happening here. Yeah. But, but let's, let's talk about a celebration, though. Picking himself up, please. Wait, can you okay, manage me? Can you show that again? Please, can you show that again? That was that. that, <laughs> was, <yeah. laughs> that better I mean, that the next celebration, yes. That, oh my god, that is beautiful. look. People <laughs> have
0: to put that in the next in, in the celebration. Like it has to be there. It's not an option. Yeah, and then, Dweezy, I want to go to you. Um, with regards to Leicester's performance, was it because obviously you know they did get that red card, um, at Paris, which was a bad tackle, I think it was deserved. Do you think they started slacking towards that get that part of the period where they only became ten men, or they came into that game with that energy anyway? Because I really struggled to see Leicester's game plan yesterday. So
2: they, I, I, it's, it's again. I, I speak about Leicester. And they've had a good side. This is where I speak about the tacticians coming in. You know, the mm-hmm. people who can make players work. David Moyes, Brendan Rodgers. Um, both of them are good. The, the thing that fared well for West Ham last season and is clearly in their books this season is that people do not expect them to pull to do. That's and the problem is when they surprise you, they don't just surprise you with a last-minute winner. They're surprising you for one. That's what they're surprising <laughs> you with. They're surprising mm-hmm. you out of nowhere where... You, you also, like, Mikel Antonio's been so fantastic. You mentioned Saïd Ben-Rama. He's unreadable right now as a player. He's literally one of the only players you don't know whether he's always going to cut onto his weaker foot or cut onto his stronger foot. You don't know where he's turning left and right. You don't know where he prefers just going down the channels or whether he prefers cutting, in. you can't read it. Thomas Sutczek's already been very good at deciding when he wants to run into the box, and whenever he decides to run into the box, we saw in the previous games he gets those goals. There's a goal, yeah. The game is really, very, very unreadable at the moment, and people set their teams up and they set their mentality up with their players to think, you know what, it's 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 West Ham, so we get taken to mm-hmm. take and then they get humbled, and then the red card came, and everything just fell to pieces. All and they just didn't have an answer. They really just did not have an answer.
0: Yeah, I'm just reading Chad Peterson's um, comment there saying Mikel Antonio's top scorer because no player with his salt stays at West Ham United. But, you know, just adding on to Antonio, is it also because of the manager? Because, I mean, we've always known him to be, you know, he gets the goals. But last season, for some odd reason, he started banging in those goals, regardless of his injuries, because we know that he is injury prone. Chain, they are now playing Europa. How do you see that panning out for this season?
1: Oh guys, it's Europa. Look, just cause they they looked hot in the beginning. No, you
0: can't say that. <laughs> you lost the final. Listen, listen. You said me. It's my turn, right?
1: My turn. Hey, am I paid? Time out, time out, time out. It's my turn, right? Yeah. I can speak. Yes, I have a microphone. Listen. That team, <laughs> do not think too much of West Ham, okay? Right now, like I said, they're having their flowers, they're having their moments, it's like their 15 minutes of fame, whatever. Guys, we're talking about them in Europa, okay? You are facing the best of Europe. Okay, second best. Let me know second best. So second best. The Second best.
0: Yeah, clean. Look, <laughs> get they're right. not
1: there. One thing, before West Ham can even think of dominating something like Europe or being part of the Europe's, uh, you know, league, they have to be regulars, okay? This is their what? Their first appearance in what, how many years? If they in Europe, in Mm Europe itself, you know, and with all of that put in mind, I mean, yes, coach is doing well. Yeah, we we praise him for all his work, but guys, calm down, calm down, calm down, okay. The same hype you guys gave Leicester, and look what you did. Look what you did. Now they feel like they're on top of the world. They're not. But the thing is, the thing is, when
2: we when we talk about these teams who made it to Europe, and when we talk about these teams who've come out of nowhere. It's your West Ham really? and your Leicester. Group. I mean, Leicester pulled a Premier League title out of the bag. I'm not saying West Ham are going to pull this Premier League title out of the bag, but but
0: you're saying it we, is
2: possible. With, you know, we've never a very similar run to Manchester United and losing a final. It just shows that oh. United wasn't good enough to win the Europa League final either. That argument doesn't stand. You, 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 like when United's got European like pedigree. And they couldn't even survive in the Europa. It's anyone's yeah. game. No one ever believed Real was ever going to lift that trophy. No one ever thought.
0: No one gave it, it that. Royale yeah. Nice.
1: Wait, hold up, hold up. I need. I just. I just need honest opinion right now. Are you honestly telling me that you think money for West Ham to go for a Europa? That's what you're telling me right now. Hundred percent. No, them going, that's not what he's saying. He's just saying I he say no, that I'm
0: it is
2: impossible. But I will say, I see them deep into the knockouts. Hmm. I do it's see possible. them. I don't say I'm not saying they'll win you, but I think they'll mm-hmm. see go deep in the knockouts.
0: Hmm. And speaking of that, anyway, there is the Champions League draw as well as the Europa draw on Thursday, the 26th of August 2021. That draw will happen in Istanbul. So we are ready to see who we are going to be facing in the Champions League as well as the Europa League. But also looking at some of the other results that happened this weekend, as you can see on our screens, Aston Villa winning against Newcastle 2-0. Crystal Palace and Brentford drawing 0-0, Leeds and Everton, what an entertaining game. And Rafinha strike. Like Demari Gray is back in the Premier League, guys, and making sure that Everton get that vital point, as well as Man City thumping Norwich a 5-0. No, I think um Mr. Vince underscore underscore 92 is probably happy. He knew that you know once you get a beating the first game, it's on, man. But then again, most people are gonna be like, it's just Norwich, but that's the Premier League for you. And then in the other other results that we do have, Brighton beating Watford, as well as hmm biggest son of this weekend I want to get into hey. that one that is the London derby ah Dweezy i want to start with you because I mean uh look who's that man
2: <laughs> yeah and uh I I it was it wasn't the best game it wasn't the mm-hmm. most winning game um I think the team you could, see, you could see from the start that that ball was being played to our number nine. Lukaku was getting yeah. that ball and they, I think the team's even trying to suss out how they play this ball to a, a striker who's going to hold it up and then distribute out wide. It's very different to how Timo Werner would play. It's even very different to how Olivier Giroud used to play because he liked the ball rather coming through um, over the defenders and running onto it or getting it from, from the wide. Um, so the team was set up well. The one thing I took from the game, I think we were clinical when we needed to be. I think it was lovely seeing the passion from players like Lukaku uh, and players like Reese James scoring, grabbing the badge, Reese James pulling absolute shithousery and celebrating in front of the Arsenal fans. Um, It was was a good performance, it was a solid performance from Chelsea. The one thing I I do realize this season is our substitutes when they come on. They they make big impacts. Uh, we saw mm-hmm. when Reece James came on in our first game. As soon as he came on, we realized we made a mistake by having um, I can't even remember who was playing out wide that day, um, playing mm-hmm. out wide. When and I and I hate to say it, ZH is looking dangerous this season because he came on. He was on for a short period of time and he was moving that ball around um, better than Mason Mountain Kai Havertz were and mm. Kante are hopes in the starting squad against Liverpool this weekend, because Jorginho is... Letting will be. yeah. Kante, Kovacic is the starting group. But then if we move to Arsenal, Arsenal are terrible this season. Wow. They have wow. no idea what they're doing. And it just made the game easier for Even us Even
0: for Chelsea, play. yeah.
2: I just think any team that sets up against Arsenal right now is going to find themselves being able to pick Lukonga apart they're able to read Gabriel Martinelli's mind because they also don't really know who's mm-hmm. playing up front. Kai Osaka runs out of ideas. Martin got <laughs> bullied. So Chen, what's yes, he was there.
0: Game? You see, he was saying nonsense. Now no, i saying that, that
1: Arsenal game. Lukaku, Lukaku's a bully. <laughs> no, and he's, he's the bully. We Pablo Murray so, yeah, wasn't, ready.
0: Right. Yes, we can hear you.
1: Okay, we agree. Lukaku was all yeah, right. Yes. He had the whole game. He couldn't look, man. I've never seen, I've never seen that since my a, a matri- you know when you you know when you're grade eight and you see that matric like that big first team dude, and you know yeah. he tells you to pick up his <laughs> and you have no but to pick it up. What's going to happen to you? Yes, but like that game was so sad for the boy. I felt like he was a grade eight in the you know matric group can beat all over the place but that's what happens however can we wait before we move on that uh draw for you you uh you for, can we talk about how that draw is going to be very interesting because which teams won the league season we have what man city you have atlatico uh you, you have inter which one? In who again Lil. Lil. listen to all of those groups right? Yes, all those teams won, right? They get their own group. Now think yes, about the teams one. that came second and third guys.
2: Yes, Real right?
1: You've got you got, got BVB. There is a whole lot to happen in the group stage. I'm scared, really terrified, and knowing how UEFA does the things. They're going to put teams like maybe Manchester in the group of death where all of a sudden you just have Bayern PSG and then to we, haven't the we, we haven't even the had the draw we haven't
2: even had the draw Man ah. United fans have already clunked up excuses already clunked up excuses the, the, the group of there
1: listen <laughs> <You> here <laughs> man I've watched enough of UEFA to know it gets rigged at a point okay every time they always put us in that group with PSG for no good reason because we and if you're good were enough you get out of it
2: But if you were good enough, you'd be able to get out of a group of dead. That's all I'm saying, if you were good enough.
0: Well, I guess we have to see and here from Istanbul on Thursday when that draw happens. It's probably happening at around 1 or one thirty in the afternoon. Just keep your eye out on your TV screens for all of that. Also, I want us to move on to the new league or the new league that opened this weekend. That is a Serie A. I want to talk about Jose Mourinho and how he announced himself back in Italy. Roma getting that vital 3-1 victory against Florentina. Tammy Abraham getting two assists as well as because. Roma Mkhitaryan, can we talk about Roma Mkhitaryan? Because, wow, he's having fun out there, Chain. That's a former, that's just one of your former t- no. players.
1: We don't miss him. It's fine. Bye. We're good. He can have fun there in Italy. He can play with the old man, you know, sticks and everything, but he get it's fine. We don't care. He can leave. I'm happy. He's just I'm, ooh, I'm happy. the old man.
2: The thing is, they just wish Mkhitaryan was yes. playing like when he was at Man United. That's that's the mm-hmm. thing they said about it. when he was listen at Man United. Listen not Chelsea
1: man? Listen here Chelsea man? No one asked you about how we listen. They asked me, how do I feel? told <laughs> them we are fine with Miki. He can, and everyone can join themselves. Okay. We want serious things now. We want the we want to win. Okay. Um, if, if
2: we if we're talking if we're talking Roma though, I don't think this Fiorentina team. Um, was enough to test them as they were in their 2018 2019 years when one of quadrado and all of them were still playing for them i think mm. the school, they, they've had their own money problems they struggle to recruit players they don't have the the, the, the it's funny the the italian teams used to have absolutely functional youth system time. that used to bring players through all the time do not even see that anymore so you have a league now where nothing's coming up from the bottom and they don't have enough money money to pay anyone at the top so they mm-hmm. they, they very much I, if i had to say the farmers league right now is syria the farmers yeah, are. Right now, it's not even french league uh, because if you see an upset like leafy yes. last year you see the likes of lyon the recruitments they have the marseille teams you, you're not looking at that they're still farmers but it's a, a high quality farmers league than, than Serie A right now. Which means Jose Mourinho can easily play around, build a reputation for himself and hoodwink everyone again into thinking he's a good manager. And yeah. that's, that's just what Jose is going to do in that league. Um, we're not in the days where Syria was hard when he was in, at Inter Milan and winning leagues at Inter Milan. We're not in the mm-hmm. days of Jose Mourinho when he was at Real Madrid or those Porto days or even early Chelsea days. We're not in those periods anymore. Jose yep. is scrambling for a Roma team that I only see finishing still behind the likes of Napoli, still behind the likes of Atalanta, still behind possibly even the likes of AC Milan this year. And I haven't even mentioned the top two, which will be Juventus and, and Inter
0: Milan. And it's Inter, two. yeah.
2: So I mean, he's yeah. A tough- you know, it's great to see Tammy getting assists, but I just want Tammy to get assists so he can become better, so he can buy him back when Lukaku's done. And that's all I really care about Jose and his, his ability to, to make strikers out of players.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty about some of these contracts now. Lately, they have these buyback clause in which Tammy Abraham has that clause at Chelsea, which I believe they will utilize, like you said, at a later stage. And uh, just talking about that, I want to talk about some of the transfers that have happened in recent times. You mentioned the likes of Leon, who are serious about their business now. Also getting Shakiri from a Liverpool, they're on a three-year contract. The way Shakiri describes it is as if he actually wasn't consulted. <laughs> like he didn't know he was being sold because he didn't sound happy when that deal came through. But they did sign him on a three-year deal, as well as also getting the likes of Emerson Palmieri on loan from Chelsea. Chain, you look bemused. What's up?
1: When did Shakir? Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm not up, updated as I thought I was. When did Shakir? How? When did this deal happen? Was this when? Like this? How,
0: this, when this, this past weekend. Like legit within the last five days, it was finalized, and he was an I saw it yesterday announced shirt and everything. He is gone. He's a Leon player now, and he is no more in the Premier League.
1: Hey, is SuperSport gonna start playing? You know, um, you know. Um, French league now because really now now we have to see this now they, no, I'm saying,
2: they, they, the thing is, if you look at this Lyon squad I've just pulled up the Lyon squad now Emerson also made his way uh to yeah. to Lyon. so he's at their left back position they've got Marcello who's a very promising uh like, mm-hmm. like like solidified Brazilian center back they also have Joseph Denai sitting at the back so he's been solid he's always been being a solid player, but if you start looking at the attack and you start seeing Hassim Aouar, you you seeing Caters um, in that that side, Shercandy in that side, Zeren Shakiri, Nita Dembele, Tokay Kambi, um, they're all playing for the, the squad. Solid squad, you know, yeah. It's a, it's a different squad, and we haven't what? even talked about Real squad yet. We haven't spoken about Marseille squad yet. We haven't, and they also in the French league right now. I don't know where they found money, but a lot of them are bringing in players, and it's players people don't want, and it, those are the players that like do well for them it seems like mm. the film of Yoko was also linked to to Leon for stage that he might be going to Milan but that French league they realized when Messi came in they had to step it up after.
0: and and they really have I mean also just looking at some of the other transfers here in the Premier League we're talking the likes of Martin Odegaard who has now solidified his place in that Arsenal team he has signed now long-term contract no more loan deal arsenal also made sure to get another signing that is aaron amsdale that is a 24 oh, mole that he signed now from sheffield oh, you know what they say man he got relegated really the first time he got really good the second time maybe the third time is a charm so i don't know what is oh, in store oh, for man. arsenal this season <laughs>
1: well. oh my gosh oh my god, all god must accept that look man it's, it's gonna be tough that's 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 his, his career for the next three seasons four seasons is- it's going to it's gonna be tough because, I mean, yeah. wait, he's from, he's, he's from Madrid, right? He's, just, he's fresh from, he's from Madrid I mean, school, he was
0: right? the youngest signing. He signed for Real Madrid for, El- what, 16 years old when he signed? Yeah. And we all and thought he was going to be magical.
1: Look, I blame his agent because who in their right, you know what I'm going to keep, no, I'm going to say. Who in their right mind as an agent would decide that, hey, I'm going to take this kid and take him to Arsenal.
2: So so the way, the way I understood the story that happened with Martin Odegaard is he had a good, he had, he had a relatively good season um, at yeah. Arsenal. Last year. It wasn't productive, but it was developmentally good for him and he thought yeah. he'd walk into, into that Ancelotti squad.
0: That yeah.
2: And mm-hmm. the players who were on the red carpet were the players who got into the team and his agent was basically saying, where, where do we go from here? Because the problem with Odegaard, the only club that wanted him was Arsenal.
0: I thought, no. yes. That's,
2: that's unfortunate. I agree with Chang with the agent. If you're not able to market this player, who's had exceptional talent all through his life, to the top clubs, I would have rather have seen Odegaard move his way to to a Leverkusen, a Dortmund, a Borussia, mm. Club, yeah. one of those teams. Yeah. Not Arsenal, a team that finished tenth last year.
0: Yeah, and and it seems to be that they're probably going to be there for a long period of time because right now. Newcastle, Arsenal and Norwich are rooted at the bottom of the table with no points, no goals and Arsenal play Manchester City next at the Etihad so it's going to be very Interesting few weeks for Arsenal because also if Arsenal do not score this weekend, I'm not sure they are gonna have a goal of the month for the month of August because they are yet to get I,
2: a goal. Can I tell you, can I tell you, you know, that's my favorite stat that has come out from this month. My favorite stat <laughs> in football is that a club cannot have a goal of the month if they cannot score a goal in the month. I, I don't know, and I think it's last year. I think it was Arsenal or Man United, and it's not shade to Man United, but I think Man United only scored one goal in a month because of the international breaks and it was a penalty. Right. And everyone dragged Man United on Twitter saying your goal of the month is a penalty. Arsenal's oh, goal of the month they is now the highlights of, a, a shot on target, maybe. They'll put a shot on target mm-hmm. or a crossbar. That's the goal of the like what do they have? It's it's a shithouse of a club
0: at the moment. They're going to have to go back to training and see how they've been doing because apparently with um Mikel arteta saying that they had a plan that none of us actually yeah. saw this weekend but gents let's not get derailed we were still talking about the transfers that have been yeah. happening we also know that here locally we have fule ekstein who has now who's come back to south africa and signed for amazulu he's back in south africa let's see what Why he know? can do as well as well as well as the Singh, who has also just signed a contract overseas. So, so many names are coming in. And also now with the fact that yes. the qualifiers are coming for the World Cup, the 23-man squad, for Bafana, has now also been announced. That's something we're going to be touching on in coming weeks because the qualifiers are only scheduled for September the 3rd yes. as well as September the 6th.
2: Can we talk about South African football very quickly? Um, yes, that's so what we're heading to. <laughs> Luther's oh okay. a go. good move to Copenhagen. I think very good move. Um yeah. for him. I think he's gonna be sublime. I think he made his debut this weekend under 23. So he wasn't even in the starting squad. Um, so I think Copenhagen's has a good move. We're still waiting to find out where Percy Tower is going to end up. We still hey. don't really know where Percy Tow's ending up. Guys, 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 you know what's the funny about What's funny about XTN moving DJ? to Amazulu, he's moving to Amazulu to join Benny McCarthy there. Benny
0: McCarthy. And
2: I think he's going to do a good job there in Amazulu. And then you see new team Royal Arm, because we, we speak player transfers in the PSL. The one thing I wish you would come in here, we, we have club transfers in the PSL. Yeah, man. Big moves. Appearing and becoming Royal Arm all of a sudden, because Royal Arm was Takuma Tavende, I, I, I can't remember the name exactly right now, when do clubs transfer names and cities like this is this is so wild to me that well I'm just bored bought Bloomfe Celtics and now they're playing in the in the, in the PSL
0: it's it's absolutely insane. And also, do you remember, they have now actually gotten their sanction, because obviously they walked off the, the, the PSL playoffs yeah. and, you know, relegation. they finally got their sanction. Yeah. They've been sanctioned about 4 million rand. But also, do you remember that that sanction also might fall down to TTM, who bought that status? Because technically, this the sanction is for the status of the team. So now I don't know how that is going to pan out with regards to Royal Ab, who also played their first game this weekend and lost in the 93rd wow. minute two
2: models are solid the owner literally bought a 1.5 million rand bmw instead of a player transfer but make it make sense it's fine
0: make it make sense that is football chain you want to say something to that
1: oh, uh so one thing south african football look it is, it is it is it is it is a Mickey Mouse game that one i love it so much it's... because you never know what can pop out you know it's either the refs are gonna piss you off or the management's gonna make you upset or players are just going left and right look right now we just the fact that teams can buy statuses and you know get into the premier league is beyond me at this point because that was one of the first things that i was like how in god's name do you do that like who Mm. who in who picks those things okay first of all yeah and if you guys remember the playoff game that those guys are not playing They they didn't
0: even pitch
1: the build up to that was so epic because i mean you must understand that these guys already won the league and then for for they, they thought they won the league and bought themselves the medals and celebrations. No, no, no. they, <laughs> they won the league right that league itself messed up because literally during the duration of the league they could have they, they didn't postpone the game on time and obviously because of COVID all things went left and all that then they decide literally on the last after everything's out champagne popo everything's people are here oh, yeah. imagine you just you get lit, you enjoy yourself. They tell you not, you're gonna come back and play again. You're like no,
0: <laughs> no. That doesn't work. Like that's that. That. the unfortunate part of South African football. But also the Glad Africa Games were also in full swing this weekend. We had some of those results. But looking at some of the DSTV Premiership results from tonight, we did have two games. That is Marumo Gallons FC who welcomed orlando pirates uh that game was zero zero i don't even understand why they bothered as well as in the next one cheaper united hosting the defending champions and Mamelodi sundowns that one too also ended in no no draw but, but then looking at, yes can we
2: talk yes, about so, the orlando pirates game orlando pirates
0: the, the red card oh, and the two old draw and no sure and, and no coach yet.
2: No, but they showed why Hugo Bruce isn't selecting a single pirates player for the pirates
1: player. Opponent. There's a reason why a single pirates player is in the squad. There is no one thing about pirates right now, they've lost what you call it. You know that uh in terms of understanding, you know, of you know, getting the flow of the game of uh, and they, their reputation, they've lost all of that in just how many two, three seasons, right? Mm. And kind of a shock how things can drop so quickly for a team that's you know presumably one of the tops in SA, I still don't see it, but yeah, so uh, I don't, we don't really mind them, you know, Pirates can do their thing as they want, but can we talk about Sundials right now, okay, my team is looking so
0: sick,
1: but we just want to win a few more games, a few more games, you know, because like I said, we're not really care about, we're not really too much focus on the league because we know we're going to come top two and not sec and not number two. And I focus on our. After. Uh... So, if you think about it, we know. Don't bother about us right now. We're gonna. We just want. We just want the right now. The Champions League.
0: OK, well, you heard it here first, man. He said they just want the Champions League. And looking at some of the other fixtures that are coming up in the DSTV Premiership this week, Wednesday, at uh, well, 3 p.m. with Super Sport as well as Golden Arrows, Amazulu and Swallows, Stellenbosch against TS Galaxy and Skakuna United, the new kids on the block. Travel all the way to the Harrogate Stadium to face Maritzburg United. We also have Kaiser Chiefs against Baraka City, as well as Royal Am, um, who will be facing Cape Town City. That is Wednesday's fixtures, as well as also looking back or looking frontwards into the weekend for the GSTV Premiership things but to wrap up Touch Lantern now before we talk about the Fantasy Premier League and see who's in you know in the league there I want to talk about the UEFA awards the nominees are out we do have you know the football player of the year and uh, some of those nominees are Kevin De Bruyne, Jorginho, N'Golo Kante hey, I'm not even going to be biased guys let's not lie it's going to a Chelsea player it's probably going to be Jorginho but that's okay Chelsea players, back we you? Whichever one, we will be happy. We will be very happy You, you laugh, as well you as laugh. also...
1: You we we say that now. Look, I tell you now, the football, just because of that, the football gods will be like, ah, KDB. No, you now, but, but look, 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 football I'm,
2: football I'm saying, football I, football no, I agree do. with bide but I'm not even going to put it down. I, I agree with bide I'm not going to put it down to, to, to the, like, Chelsea player definitely having to pick it up. I don't understand why Jorginho is in that lineup. And nor do I understand why Jorginho is being mentioned in Ballon d'Or lineups. Because mm-hmm. in the Chelsea midfielder, in the Chelsea midfield, just those centre-two, he's second best to Kante. But Kante just didn't win the UEFA Euros. That's the only Euros. difference.
0: That's in, well the gonna push him, yeah. squad,
2: in the Italian squad where Jorginho was playing, he was still not better than Marco Baratti. Baratti. He wasn't the best player in the Italian squad because that was Federico Chiesa. So yeah. not in Chelsea is he the best midfielder, he's not even the best player in the squad. In Italy mm-hmm. he's not the best player in the squad, but for some reason we're giving awards to people because they pick up silverware. That's what yeah. the club, that's your award for, for the club is you picked up the silverware. If you yeah. if, if you didn't make it to the final, if you didn't have your team didn't have a good season, but you pumped in thirty-five goals in the Premier League for Brighton City, you should be up there. Okay. In, in in that consideration, because you, that that award for UEFA best player is recognizing the best player, not the best team. Your best team already got its trophy. Jorginho is mm-hmm. best player in any division. He's not top goal scorer, okay. He's not a top. He doesn't have the greatest pass to accuracies. He's just in winning sides. And the yeah. winning
0: sides,
1: right. Right. right? Conte, or strikers. If you yes. say that, okay, okay. who who would you put there then? If if you say if you if you had to put your top three there in that list, you take out or Who would you put there? So I'll definitely, I'll definitely have content in that squad.
2: But if, if we're looking at performances, and now I'm just going to throw names at you and you'll shake your head and laugh and all that kind of stuff. But if we look at the way Robert Lewandowski broke Gerd Müller's record in the Bundesliga last year, and he's not on the list. You're looking at Marcus. He's still Moret. doing it now. Mm. And you're looking at Carlos Lorente for Atletico Madrid in their winning season. Luis Suarez even had one of the best seasons he had since leaving Barcelona. Well, well, since he's left Barcelona. You're looking at clubs. Look at that Lille squad. Look at the players that took Lille to beating PSG in in, in the Mm. UK. Those are players but who should be UA for best players. Just because they're not winning UA for Euros
1: doesn't mean they shouldn't be UA for best players. But they, okay, yeah. so being a best player does, does not mean you have to win the silverweight. Like, I just want to know no. that winning a silverweight does not I, mean that you're best player. But
0: players. do remember I mean, that this is an individual award, chain yeah. This is also some of the things that he's talking about. This is an individual award for your personal performance. The same way I, Harry Kane always gets, you know, golden boot is because he's scoring those goals irregardless of where Tottenham ends up that season this is what we're talking about individual performance
1: okay but okay no but guys please make me understand this if you are if your team wins if you get a silver win, right you get a goal for winning whether you Europa, you wait for whatever and they put you on the on the the, the individual award. Guys, that that's one of the main categories of reasons of being on the top three, isn't it? Like you have to win in order to get sure, top sure. Top you top have top. Top.
0: you
2: have to win, but you could also be a product of a team that's struggling around you, but you're still able to form that team. We've we've seen Messi lift Ballon d'Or's where he hasn't won all the trophies in the season. Anything. We've so seen <laughs> Ronaldo pick them up. But um, my argument is, for example, the year Luca Modric picked up the Ballon d'Or. He oh, didn't even win, yeah. but he came runner-up in the World Cup, and he won the Champions League and all that kind of yeah. stuff. There, he was recognized over players who won the World Cup because of individual performances. Oh, and wow. it's now it's like we've almost digressed putting your Guinea in that list because he won two trophies. He did, his team won those trophies. He wasn't the best player in those teams. So how is he yeah. the best player there? You know, you, you, you yeah. might as well then throw Emerson mary into that because he was also part of both squads. But he's...
0: He, and he, one both. He, both. Is, both. Is, is he is the best
1: player left back? But guys, his influence into the game. I mean, Emerson's influence is not the same as Jorginho's. You cannot say... But Kampé's that- influence
0: versus Jorginho's
1: yeah so that's what we're saying like
0: ultimately ultimately, it's still an individual thing because even Karim Benzema could be mentioned there with what he did for Real Madrid and those goals he was banging in too and also the fact that he made it back into that Italian squad is something that is worthwhile talking about but before we get carried away with those nominees there's also still the coach of the year the men's coach of the year that is Joseph Guardiola Guardiola, as well as Roberto Mancini with that Italian side as well as Thomas Tuchel also for Chelsea And on the other side, for the women's player, we have Luis Cortez, Peter Higginson for the Sweden team, as well as Emma Hayes for the Chelsea team. But do you remember also in that draw for the Champions League and Europa draw, they will be announcing the defender nominees, goalkeeper, midfielder, as well as the best forward. So there's still so many nominations to still come. We're still going to be but having it. these arguments. We're not done yet. Thomas yes. Tuchel,
2: manager of the year. It, it can't go to anyone else. No one no one what? did
1: what that did in, in, in this game. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Talking too much now. Um what did the man do with the Italian team? Did he not did he not just bring it to Rome? Are you are you trying to tell me that he does not deserve it? So he, no, he but it to but Rome you're competing with a man wait
0: wait wait Gigi? You're also competing with a man that won a Champions League, a Super Cup in less than 100 days in charge of a team that he took also over within four months. So individual, brilliant.
2: brilliant. Set up one of the best defences in Europe in the shortest amount of time. Managed a team to the best defensive record in Europe in his time at the season. Picked yeah. up a squad that was losing hope in January. And if you're going to talk about whose game had the most impact, you're looking at Roberto Mancini and his eight games at UEFA Euros and an he's, Italian squad. He's had squad two that years though.
0: He had yeah. two years with that team, though. He's been building yeah, since 20, two years, late
2: 2018. Yes. Mancini's number three on that list. Again, he's a product. Just because you won a trophy doesn't mean you're a good manager.
0: Took a change face.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? This is I'm getting a tad annoyed. Okay. Um, look, okay. Uh, the man took an Italian team, okay? This past, how do you say? It? Past two seasons? Two, 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 two years, right? Took an italian team a team that as much as many people were saying that they expect them to win, guys they were not that on the chat of winning the whole the, the whole uh the whole thing right this man took that team finesse i mean he put eugenio at the right position he made sure donnarumma does his job dude he gave these guys a free road he managed to open it like guys you know what to do now he didn't have to do much he knew the tacticals and he did a well. lot now, you're trying to say, Mr. Thomas, the Coach Thomas, Chelsea, so Thomas Tugel nice. took a Chelsea,
2: no. squad. Chelsea, Chelsea, that was Chelsea was nine squad. That actually. was ninth. And mm. he took them to a position where they qualified in the Champions League positions. He beat Real Madrid. He beat Atletico Madrid. He then beat Manchester City. He beat Guardiola three times in the run-up to the Champions League final. If you're talking about Mancini setting up an Italian squad to beat England, versus Tuchel setting up a not so good Chelsea squad to beat City who won the league in the final you're looking at the UEFA manager of the year on a direct comparison
0: hmm, hmm, hmm. yo it's about to get interesting here on touchline in the few weeks chain chain behave we're about baby. to wrap this up yeah. chain We're about to wrap this up. Behave. We're now going to talk about the Touchline Fantasy Premier League. We just want to look at who is at the top because also we have a special mention. Whoever really is at the top at the end of this month might find themselves here on the touchline podcast to have their say just to see how their personality is and how they yo. go about picking their team so please continue supporting us and make sure that your teams are in order every single week because it's about to get interesting now looking at that we have trying to
1: get yeah, I know. Those are no. know. guys a crack. No, I'm glad I'm beating Chad.
2: That's the only thing I'll say. I'm glad I'm beating Chad. <laughs>
1: Chad, Chad.
2: Chad, I'm beating you. That's that's all that matters at the end.
1: Chad, you have on. work do I, to do, do, huh? Way, way, way. How many points? Are... Little us not do Damn.
2: But... No, I'm at 45. Look, I ain't nothing great, but I'm beating yeah. Chad. That's, that's all that matters. I ain't nothing know. great, but I'm beating Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: <laughs> Chain, yeah, how, how's your you? team I just looking? Want know, I want the whole, whole team. I don't want to know what number Dwayne is. You gotta speak up. I'm 45.
2: I'm 45.
1: I'm 45. Yeah. Okay. Uh Bile, or, 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 where are you? You see,
0: I'm the host, now i just give the news. Some of this stuff does not involve me. But Chain, thank you so much for coming to Touchline Podcast ah. on this lovely evening. I hope your team does well throughout the season. Thank you for gracing us with your menu present. We love you. We appreciate you. (laughs)
1: I'm going to find you. I'm going to find you now.
0: I'm joking, but that is all that we have for Touch Touchline tonight, thank you so much for you guys gracing me and the rest of the fans with your presence here Chain, thank you so much for coming on and also at Dweezy Original who's still at work guys, guys Dweezy is at work some of us are having tea and coffee we're going to bed, Dweezy still has to face the lights. But thank you so much for joining us here on the yeah. Touchline Podcast. My name is Out Lady Poco, chain at Dwezie Original. Please do follow us on all our social media platforms. That is Touchline Essay on Twitter as well as Touchline Essay on Instagram. Until we meet again, we're out. <laughs>